Love. Love. Lust. Lust. And that's all. another week and another episode of the absolute best podcast in the world i'm starting to find <laughs> out um <laughs> this is love lust and badass soul i am the soul ceo hayes <laughs> and we got the badass herself mrs jones what's going on hey what's up how are you i'm breathing <laughs> um wow okay <laughs> <laughs> a little bit a little bit better than just breathing that just sounds so you know like at the end you're just hanging on (laughs) i'm I'm hanging in there i'm hanging in there a little bit it's it's i'm you know what i'm saving up a lot for this haze day b-day weekend thing um i'm gonna say time is winding down time is winding down i know right like it like i swear at first it was like a month and a couple of weeks away and now i'm looking at the calendar and i'm like I'll be driving down there in 18 days. Like it's just a little over two weeks away. Yeah. That's what I was just going to ask you if it's like in a bit, a little bit more than two. Yeah. It's, it's, it's coming up very quickly. Very, very quickly. Yes. Yes, it is. And I, I absolutely can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, But nonetheless, AJ, we are here to do our, our usual stuff, have this great podcast that we like having. Um, Are you ready? How was your week though? Before we talk, how was your week? Um, my week was good. Uh, I was supposed to have been at a fashion week in Houston that I was not able to make for a bunch of reasons. So I'm a little bit bummed about that, but I'm still in the throes of celebrating my birthday, which I try to do for like a month. So this weekend was, this weekend was a good weekend. Okay. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. Um, and what about you? How was your week? It was, it was a lot of work a lot of work my um my job we're going through some structural changes so it, it's had me pretty busy i even had to go into work for a couple of hours saturday which anyone who knows me I, I typically brag about not working on weekends um but yeah it is what it is oh yeah going in on the weekends for work is not it's always a bummer yeah but, really you know, my paycheck is gonna like it so i appreciate it for what it is <laughs> i feel you <laughs> uh nonetheless Let's get into this wonderful podcast. Like we with, with our new format, we like to start off with some topics before we get into answering questions. Uh, the topic that we're going to the topics, we're going to do one of two. Um, the first topic that I want to get your opinion on. And I know the lovely listeners of the of love, lust and badass. soul want to hear your opinion on this. And that is loving yourself before you can truly love someone else. How do, what, what do you think of when you hear that phrase? Do you think it's true? Do you think it's partially true? Completely false? What do you think? Um, I do believe that it's true. Uh, I think that it's very healthy. I always say to people, it's not selfish to be selfish with yourself. It's a lot of selves in that. But people have this misconception that if you are selfish, like if you do kind things for yourself, it makes you a selfish person. Or if someone wants you to babysit for them, 
and you say no, even though you have the time, they think that you're you're selfish. You know, if, if you instead want to go to the spa, get your nails done, or whatever the case may be. Um, I think that there isn't enough self-love. And I don't think that you can be selfless if you don't have that. You know what I mean? You have to be able to enjoy your own time. You have to be able to do the things and make time to do the things that are important to you. You have to be able to... Um, like I said, be a little bit selfish, but not in a mean or malicious type of way. Like it's okay to say no to something. You don't have to always feel obligated to do something for somebody. Um, I think we spend a lot of time putting effort and energy into other people without replenishing ourselves. And somewhere in the midst, uh, in the midst of that, taking care of yourself and truly loving yourself gets lost. Um, while I was in the Dominican, I met who unequivocally told me that she doesn't know how to do that. Her way of loving herself, she said, is loving her kids and loving her husband. I said that those two things are not the same thing. If God forbid you were to die moral, and your kids would grieve you, but their life would go on. They would continue to love, they would continue to grow, they would continue to be happy, and as much as they would miss you, you would become a memory. Then what, you know, what had you accomplished in your life other than raising your children and, and making sure that your husband had everything that he needed? You know, when's the last time you went on vacation for yourself? When's the last time you went and had, you know, something that was totally sinful, like a piece of chocolate cake, just because you wanted to, instead of thinking, well, I really shouldn't buy this cake because, you know, instead I should buy two chocolate bars for my kids and give it to them. No, it's okay for you to be selfish. It's okay for you to, um, to love yourself. And, and, and people do need to do that. Like you can't be, you can't be in a healthy place with other people. If, if you yourself are not sustained, sorry, that was a really long answer. Oh no, you're fine. <laughs> I mean, I completely agree with you though. I think there that you do need to have love for yourself. Um, and I think a lot of people, and that's part of the, the thing nowadays with younger people is that they look um, and rely on someone else to kind of validate who they are. And then that's when you find those people who once somebody does leave or God forbid someone cheats on them or decides they don't want to be with them. It completely wrecks their whole way of living because they never really took time out to truly love themselves or know themselves. And it just leads to a whole nother set of problems once that person is out your life. So um, I, absolutely, I believe in love. I'm all pro black love and love in general. Like I love love like when people are in love like it's something infectious about that that's why i always try to surround yourself with people yeah when when people who have that love even like for other people for themselves for you like i truly believe that when you get around other couples even if you're not a couple but when you see that that couple that truly truly loves each other unequivocally it 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 awakes something in you and i just and i fully believe in that but yeah you you have to love yourself first you have to know yourself and that's what i think a lot of people are missing out on they don't take time to really learn what they want and what they need and themselves just in general i think people don't um i want to say they don't know but i think people maybe know or they just don't understand it's okay to be by yourself like there's nothing wrong with you taking time to just love and appreciate yourself um like I go on vacation by myself. Like the last vacation I did in Dominican, I went with with seven couples. There were 15 of us in total as a group, and I was the only single person there. And I seemed to like it, it was it was it was a great experience. I could have taken someone, but I thought, like, why? Just for the sake of being coupled up with somebody that I may or may not want. I'm okay by myself. I'm okay spending time. Um by myself and, and appreciating, you know, my hard work and being able to take a vacation and relax and all that kind of stuff. 
um, people don't understand that it's okay to be by themselves. And, and it doesn't mean that, you know, you aren't loved or you aren't worthy or any of those things. You just need to sometimes take time to figure out whatever it is, figure out your bucket list, figure out, you know, your career path, figure out the type of love that you're looking for, the type of companionship or the type of relationship that you really want. Um, one of the things I think with people not taking time to love themselves correctly and understand themselves on an emotional and mental level is that they go into relationships just to be with someone and they string themselves along from relationship to relationship because they don't know how to be alone and be okay with that. Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's the thing is that you know, you have to be okay to be alone. And everyone, I think, needs to spend some time alone. Now, that that can be much shorter and much longer for each person. I don't think there's any uh, set amount of time you can tell anyone to say, this is the amount of time you need to be alone to find yourself. It's all about discovering yourself. Um, like me, for example, I think that because of the way I was raised, I, I, I was able to find who I was pretty early on. Um, as much of an asshole as I am, but everyone's not like that. Some people truly don't find themselves until their thirties and there's nothing wrong with that or forties. Even I think people focus so much on being in a relationship or what the world deems as acceptable within a certain age group or the things that you should be doing by a certain age that they forget that it's okay to, to spend time doing the things that you want to do um, without that kind of pressure, without that kind of expectation and spending some time by yourself and knowing that, that there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. Like at all. One of my very good friends, she's scared to death. So she won't go to dinner by herself. She won't go to a movie by herself. Like, I don't know. Things like that to me are, are it's unhealthy. I feel like it's unhealthy, but yeah, yeah, I agree with you too. It's it's yeah. I mean, it's it's a tough balance, and yes, it's it's kind of hard to 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 be by yourself for some people because I think we're always trained early on, and I mean, conditioned from movies or whatever else, and even if you're raised with both parents, to feel like you need to be in a relationship. But I think that yes. you 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 do need to take that time out to find yourself, and it's invaluable. You you can make you would be so much happier if you take. A year or let me I said I wasn't gonna put a time limit on, but if you take that time to truly learn yourself and then bring somebody else in at that point now, you've gotten hopefully most of your own crap out the way and then you can focus on loving that person. And it, yes. it's it's just it's a better experience overall. Yeah, I think the focus with one of that kind of situation is is to stay away from looking for someone to complete you. You should complete yourself. What you should be looking for is someone that complements your existence. Exactly. Exactly. I couldn't couldn't have worded it any better myself. Are you ready to move on to the next topic? Certainly. Man, look, okay. So I'm on on social <laughs> media. I, I, th- this is why this topic came up because I'm sick and fucking tired of seeing this shit. This cuffing season shit. This cuffing yes. season shit. Like the memes, the uh, get ready to get drafted for cup. Like all that is to me. Like this whole myth of cuffing season is. A bunch of shit people tell them uh, tell themselves so they can get ready for someone who's going to come into their life and not really be there for any any long amount of time. They're just filling a void like it, it's some some something that people feel because l- let me put some seriousness in it. Winter, it's proven depression, suicides, loneliness. It all goes up around winter. So like co- this cuffing season is a coping mechanism for that. And I think that's it's not really it's a stopgap. It's not really uh, to be solved. And I think a lot of people don't realize that that's what they're dealing with. Like it, it's a form of loneliness and depression. But AJ, what do you think about it? Um, cuffing season is a North American phenomenon because this shit doesn't happen in the Caribbean. Like nobody's <laughs> looking to cuff anybody. 
in the sunshine. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I completely agree that the lack of sun and the dreariness and the time change and, and the darkness at an early hour, it's depressing. It's like people go into hibernation and they want um, someone to be there to provide comfort for them, like a blankie almost mm-hmm. during the cold months, you know? Um, until the spring starts to come, the birds start to chirp, the sun stays out a little bit longer. Um, and then people kind of like shed their winter, their winter skin and they want to come up refreshed and brand new and kick whoever was there for them through that depression and through that long stretch, um, of winter hardship, kick them to the curb to look for something that's flouncy, bouncy and new. Honestly, cuffing season doesn't happen in the Caribbean because it's always hot. It's always warm. People are, I find that when there's a lot more sunshine, people are more jovial. Hence why I'm so fantastic because I'm from a hot ass country. Um, but yeah, cuffing season, is, I hate the memes. I am so there with you. I hate the countdown memes. I hate the, oh, mother nature fucked up the weather. So cuffing season has been postponed me like all that. Uh, yeah, people just need to be realistic and call it what it is. Like the time is depressing. It's dreary outside. I need somebody to hang out with on a consistent basis. Will you be him? Will you be her? This doesn't mean that we're going to be together when spring rolls around, but at least I'm letting you know what the option or what the choice is. So you don't think that we're getting into a relationship and then, you know, things start to magically fizzle out and die as spring is approaching. Nobody's here for that craziness. (laughs) Have you ever been cussed CEO Hayes? Uh, No, that cuffing season bullshit. No, not at all. (laughs) Like I wish somebody would come to me with that bullshit. Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) You feel very strongly about it, do you? Jeez. Oh, man. That's the biggest crock of shit I've ever seen in my life. Like, it just pisses me off so much. It just... There are people that fall for it left, right, and center. Like, you know, somebody starts to buddy-buddy or cozy up with them just as the weather is starting to get warm because they don't have a, a mainstay. Um, or as we call it, like in Jamaica, they, they don't have a live blanket. So that's what they're looking for. They're looking for a live blanket and they got to, you know, find the best blanket to give them the f- fullest coverage in at a cool months until, you know, it starts to get a little bit warmer. Then they want to just change over to a sheet because the live blanket's too heavy now. It's too warm. They don't want that. So you, this just reminded me of a comment that we got this past week that kind of pissed me off. Uh-oh. So one one of my friends on our podcast is going to say they listen for your accent and not me. Oh, of course. This bullshit. Well. It's bullshit. Your accent your accent's <laughs> utterly amazing. Don't get me wrong. Your accent is great. But God damn it, I'm CEO Hayes, God damn it. I'm a sexy motherfucker myself. Like, don't ever, no one ever shortchanged me. You are, you are but you have like an everyday American uh, everyday. First of all, I don't have you know an accent. I absolutely love you. You do. You most definitely do, sir. I, I, I mean, I grew. I didn't even grow up in America, so like, I don't understand that. Like, I've always been told that I don't have that. I just sound that I just sound like I'm not from anywhere. Like that's not what I've always been told. So now to hear that I have an accent is kind of weird to me. You do have an accent, most definitely. You sound different than um, other people that I've spoken to that are from Ohio. I don't know what people from. One woman that I know that's from St. Louis, you sound very different than she does. Very, very different. Well, yeah, that's because I didn't grow up in St. Louis and I didn't grow up in Ohio. So, yeah, I don't wouldn't sound like any. I grew up in Italy. Like, I, what, how, I know we digress, but how, how old were you when you came to 16. the United States? I was damn near grown Gosh. when I came to the United States. But you don't sound Italian either. Where the hell do you fit in? That's what I'm saying. So, like, okay, so here, let me let me frame it. Let me frame it. So, I Did grew it up. Did you have a sexy voice? I grew up with, I know I'm everything about me is sexy. I'm Hayes. Um, uh, but I, I, um, I grew up 
on an American military base in Italy and Germany is where I spent most of my time. So like I, you, you hear like literally everyone on the military bases from all over America and some are not even American. So like, that's why I don't have any regional accent at all. Right. So but that, you sound more American than anything. Oh, yeah, I don't know I, where yeah, I, I sound American. But you definitely sound more American than anything. Yeah. But there's some I don't know, there's something very uh enticing orally about a Caribbean accent. Oh, absolutely. And I think too, because a woman, my voice is a little bit bassier than a lot of women. I don't know if that's some weird thing. A friend of mine, a guy friend of mine told me he hates me because I have more bass in my voice than he does. Like Bridget. <laughs> like what? He said it was a compliment. It's a little weird, but you know. So so I have to ask you this then. I have to ask you. What 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 what's your sex voice like? Uh, you don't you don't want to you don't want to ask me this question. <laughs> <laughs> I know you I know the I know the male listeners are wondering. Um okay, so if I'm if I'm blatantly honest, what what does it sound like or what do I say? Do you, do you go full Jamaican accent or Caribbean accent when you're the strangest thing it depends on who the person is and the reason i say that is because i always think that if i start to like chat bud and say certain things that the person's not going to understand it and i feel like they might stop and say what and just like kill the mood and then there'd have to be a fight of some kind obviously because i'm not going to be like mid-orgasm and say like oh god bomba cloud and he's like what bumble what no you'd have to die <laughs> like wait a second now last what? week last week I- I didn't say all of it. I, did, I know exactly what you're going to say. You said I that I was know. not going to get you to say bumper clot. You just said it. Whatever. No, None, okay, let me ask you this, and then we'll then we'll get into our questions because we've sidetracked a lot. But I know people are going to love this. Um, what's the what's the dirtiest thing, the nastiest thing, the freakiest thing you've ever said during sex? <clears throat> um, the dirtiest, nastiest, kinkiest, or freakiest thing I've ever really. <laughs> Um, c- can I do something a little bit more regular than that? Normal than that? I don't. I don't have a. No. Nope. I don't think it's anything we can say on air. Fuck. Um, this, we're explicit. You can literally say whatever you want to. So don't be scared. Just say it. I just don't know where this is gonna go or what the list. <laughs> ah, the next set of questions should be hilarious. Then, um, the nastiest or dirtiest thing I've ever said. Um, probably one would be come in my throat and choke me. <laughs> But it's more like come in my fucking throat and choke me. Sorry, oh. I don't know why you do this to me. First oh. we have a cucumber story. Now we're having like clean <laughs> on in the mind of that has Jones. Not a good place to roam around. Yes, yes, yes. That's great. That's great. Okay, let's move on to questions. <laughs> Ooh, I think I need a timeout or something. <laughs> oh, do you need to take a cold shower before we continue? Are you okay? No, I'm. I'm. I'm good. Like I said, next uh, the next go around of questions should be really interesting. <laughs> All right. So the first question we're going to answer tonight <laughs> is: Do you believe in soulmates, or do you think everyone just finds a life partner? So. I guess just me interpreting that question is, do you think that we're all destined to be with some, to with somebody specific or do you think we just settle on someone that we want to spend the rest of our lives with? What do you think? Uh, honestly, my, my answer is yes to both. Um, I think some people find their soulmate. They truly do. And then I think some people just settle down because 
they think that's the right thing to do for them. Um, you have a lot of people who settle into relationships because they don't want to be alone. They don't want to grow old alone. They want to, they don't want to die alone. Um, I know people who have settled into relationships because they want to be someone's wife. Um, <laughs> I call them career wifers. Um, I know people that are on their third and fourth husband because they like the idea of being Mrs. Somebody. Um, but I, but I do truly believe that there are people who find their soulmate. They find their one. Um, and not by anything that society has necessarily deemed as this is the list of criteria that means this person is your soulmate. Um, but because they truly feel like they've known that person in, a, in another lifetime, that they feel connected to that person on a whole um, other level, that when they're not in the room or not near the person, they can feel the person, they can feel their heart, they can feel their thoughts, they can feel their um, their energy. I, I think, I don't know, for me, the answer is it's twofold. I think that there are people who absolutely, positively um, mm -hmm. find their soulmate. Um, and then I think that there are people who settle into relationships just to be in a relationship and not be alone. I love that answer. That's pretty much how I feel, too. I think that it is possible that people find their soul soulmates, just the person that was meant for them and nobody else. Um, but I still don't don't always know if that means that's the only person that person's ever with, because your soulmate can die long before you. And then you find a life partner to live out the rest yes. of your life with. Um, that's happened to many people that I know. So, um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I believe that I believe in soulmates. I, I call me, uh, as, as cold hearted as some people like to paint me as being, I, I, like I said, I'm a sucker for, 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 for real love, not for, not in the sense of I'm a sucker just to fall in love with people, but to see people honestly in love, I, that's, that's a deep thing. Like love is real. It is. So it was a couple of years ago, I was in a weird situation where oh, I told you we have like a relatable story for everything. I was seeing this man and um, it was maybe about three months before we were intimate. And it was a great experience. It was mind blowing. It was intense. It was the whole nine. And um, about a week later, he messaged me this really long apology. And then he called me and I'm like, I'm, I'm completely baffled. So basically he's apologizing for laying down with me the way that a man is supposed to lay with a woman when that's his wife and this, that, and the third. So I was like, are you having like an episode of some kind, like a psychotic breakdown? Um, so he called and we talked and he, he told me as much as he loved me and he felt like I'm the person that he's supposed to be with, he has found his soulmate. He found the person that God sent for him and God told him that this, this woman was to be wife of knowing her so they met he had this epiphany they got engaged and got married so he told me all this i stopped talking to him about a year later he sent me an email telling me that he's trying to get in contact with me asked me if my number was the same i said yes so he messaged me and then he proceeded to tell me that he was in love with me even though he was married to his soulmate and if anything were to ever happen to her god forbid i know crazy um he would want for us to be together because he feels that i would be a good life partner for him uh so basically he called you and let you know that he wanted you to be um, in the batter's box, just in case something happens with him soaping. Out of his fucking mind. Me. <laughs> Me. Absolutely not. 
I, I said to him, like, I'm, I'm not here for the craziness. And then he'd say things like, oh, I miss you. I'm like, you did like, this is stuff you're supposed to be telling your wife, not me. And he was very upset with the fact that I just, I refused to understand the parallel of his feelings between loving me and wanting me to be his life partner, but God sending her for him as his soulmate. I said, like, if you think I'm sitting on waiting on you, you mustn't mud me. When? Absolutely not. Out of your mind. Where do you meet these people? Like what? Like... I'm a magnet for the crazies, honest to God. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's just, maybe you turn them crazy. Maybe you have such a profound effect on people with your cucumber doom and all that, that you just. You're not the so. first person to tell me that you're not. See, I'm going to tell, tell you. Them, I, a friend of mine tells me to tell them, do not let, drink from the elixir of Jones. <laughs> so I'm going to give you a piece, a piece of advice my dad gave me a long time ago. So one uh, there was there, and I'm a like I rarely tell my personal stories, but there was a time uh, which Hayes had young ladies calling the house, hanging up. They were they were pissed off, uh, and my dad said, "You know you can't stick your whole entire dick in all these holes, right? So they'll stop calling my house." I'm like, "What do you mean? What are you saying?" He's like, "You can't give you can't give them the whole things like the way that they're calling here. That's because you made her feel like you were in love with it, didn't you?" I'm like, "Dad, you're just nasty." You're nasty. But this is the conversation that we had last week, don't carry your feelings in your vagina. Yeah. Like, and that's the same thing I'm saying. If I'm putting the good good on you, that is that is what I'm supposed to do because that's just me. Like, how am I going to give you mediocre pum pum? That doesn't make any sense. If I'm going to do anything, I'm going to do it to the best of my ability. Exactly. That don't have nothing to do with me. <laughs> you and you to govern your feelings. That not have nothing to do with me. Nothing at all. Because the last, I'd rather you be crazy about the vagina than for you to walk street and tell anybody, say, the pum pum wasn't good. We're not here for that. I've read the ticket. Come on, man. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. Like, I'm not going to halfway give you anything. If we're going to have sex, it's going to be, it's, it's, I'm, I'm trying to have, I, I call it this, it's sensory overload. That's what I'm aiming for. I'm aiming to send your senses into a whole nother level. I don't care if, if we're just having sex one time, like it, that's not my problem. If you can't deal with that, I, I did what I came to do. That's what I aim to do. Anything more than that, that's when you assault that because I'm here with you all the way on that one. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> well, we are kindred spirits, so I mean, <laughs> <laughs> not so much kindred spirits. <laughs> all right, let's get into the next question of the day. And we're, I don't. How did we get to where we were based off that last question? I don't know, but we have a habit of doing that. <laughs> You rail us all the time it's you <laughs> oh well oh well i'll take that um the next one is how do you handle your partner's insecurities am i going first on this one I, I'll, I'll go first because i don't have much okay. to say because okay so my attitude as i've marked myself i'm i'm the lack likable asshole i'm i'm one of the people who i truly feel like uh everything doesn't have to be dramatized everything doesn't have to be um made to the most like my my if i'm in a relationship with you and you have insecurities i can only help you with your insecurities as much as you're willing to admit that they're insecurities like if you just don't want to admit that like once you say hey i'm just insecure about this or this is what i'm feeling all right bam we can do something about that now i know but if you channel your insecurities in a way to where you keep trying to make it seem like it's something i'm doing when it's really just something that you have an insecurity about how do you expect me to be able to deal with that so my uh answer to that would be is handle your partner's insecurities is have a uh, honest conversation with them if you feel that there's something that they're just being insecure about now don't say it like an asshole don't just say hey you're being insecure go about your business say hey 
this isn't anything i feel like what you're having an issue with is really something that it's an insecurity you may be dealing with i can help you with that but let's first let's come to the realization that this isn't insecurity it's not necessarily anything i'm doing this is something that is in you that maybe has happened in the past relationship that you've seen that you worry about but we that's the first conversation we have once we come to that realization and we're on that same playing field that yes this is an insecurity then I can do whatever you need me to do. But let's let's at least be real about it, what it is first. What do you think about that? I think this definitely goes back to um, the previous discussion we were having about self-love. You know, again, people don't take the time out to do enough self-analysis on an emotional level, on an emotional mental level, um, to find out about themselves, the things that they're okay with or not okay with and why they're not okay with those things, you know? Um, like for me, I'm a, I'm a very flirtatious person, as you can see by <laughs> my page. I'm a very provocative person as well, you know? If you meet me, you have to understand that that's who I am. Now, at the same time, I'm also a very loyal person. You know, pictures that I may post on my page, um, they will always be the same type of pictures. The pictures that I take and send to you will be pictures that you and you alone will have. They will, you'd never have to worry about another person seeing those. You know, if you say to me, well, you know, I don't like the fact that or I feel some type of way that you, you know, posted a picture with, you know, sticking your tongue out and showing your tongue ring. Those are the same pictures that you saw that you liked when we first started talking. Why is that an issue now? Anything that I send to you is for you and for you alone. I do think that you need to assist people in understanding who you are versus what their insecurity is about that particular issue. Uh, and I do completely agree with you. If, if they're not forthcoming on what the particular issues are or what they're feeling insecure about, it makes it difficult. And, and I hate passive aggressive. I, I don't do passive aggressive. You yes. know, um, if, you're somebody, if you're somebody that I love and respect and we're developing something something together, um, I will deal with you on a passive passive aggressive level to a certain degree. But after that, I'm not I'm not doing that. We either deal with it head on or we like we need to stop at some point where you need to take some time out to figure out your your um ish never be an asshole to somebody that has an insecurity again if it's somebody that you value and that you love you know take time to hear them out entirely take time to address it but don't have it as an ongoing battle in your relationship you know if you and i are together ceo hayes and i say to you well you know um i don't like the fact that you wear those fitted pants to work all the time and you I say to me babe i love you print. i will kill you <laughs> I got to right. like it, it's I feel I feel like I'm blessing okay. the world like I have no I'm just go ahead I'm just but if you say, no but if you say to me you know what babe I I understand that I like slim fitting pants um I'm not doing it because I'm trying to show the dick print I just prefer slim fitting pants they I feel more comfortable in them whatever the case may be but I promise you I don't go out of my way to flirt with anybody I don't talk to anybody that way there's nobody in the office that interests me I don't have an office wife whatever like you give me those reassurances it shouldn't be an ongoing issue and I shouldn't be looking at you in the morning when you get up like don't you have some looser pants to put on after we've addressed this issue so you say to me you know what babe if it makes you feel better i'll wear a pair of pants that are slightly looser okay then the next day it's well i still think that those are too like it just becomes an ongoing thing that no longer is a you issue that is an entirely me issue and that's something that i need to figure out so whether it's we have a conversation about it um and you do your reassurances that's due diligence on your part and you've done what you can do but there's only so much that you can do you can't do everything for the person. They have to be willing to give as well. 
And I think that's that's what a lot of people fail to realize when it comes to insecurities. They think, oh, I'm insecure about something. So it, that means the other person has to change what they're doing. And that's not necessarily true. Um, yes, you guys can have a conversation. If you come to that compromise, then more power to you. But like you said, if it's something like, hey, I, I just feel more comfortable when I wear these type of pants. It's not anything. That becomes a lack of trust. If you can't trust it, that's really what he what your person means because who are you to say okay now you have to be uncomfortable in how you have to dress to work every day just because i feel like people are looking at your dick print like i mean at some point at some point there has to be a meeting of the minds between there that's just my opinion uh like i said i'm absolutely yeah, yeah and so right. thank you I, I love hearing that i'm right i am no, let me stop <laughs> <laughs> the next question um bigger seconds <laughs> like i said i admit i admit ceo hayes is someone who's very confident but i'm not cocky i'm just confident. i'm i'm i know me i'm very much in tune with who i am both the positive and negatives of who ceo hayes is and a lot of people because they don't carry that confidence they take that as cockiness and it's not because i don't think i'm the best I, i'll never say i'm the sexiest man alive i'm damn i'm damn handsome i know that for a fact but I mean, it's 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 a it's a different level of it. I just you know, I'm it's weird interesting though. to see you break yourself. It's nice. I'm hate like okay. Here's the thing. This is this is the thing. With me. This is I don't the thing. Think that me. there's anything wrong with being in love with yourself. I tell people that all the time. There's nothing wrong with being in love with yourself. There's nothing wrong that with thinking that you are the shit. shit. Like if anybody, was, I think I'm the sexiest woman alive. Exactly, and you should. And that's what I'm saying. There's nothing wrong with being in love with yourself. It's not an unhealthy thing. And there's a definite difference between co- being confident and being cocky. I don't walk around saying to people, bitch, whatever. I am the sexiest thing. That-. I would never walk around and say that to, to somebody. The same way that I am in love with myself, I can very easily give another woman a compliment. If, if she's she looks bad as shit, she's got it going on, whether it's the way that she's dressed, her hair's done, her makeup, whatever the case may be, I'm okay enough with myself to be able to give another woman a genuine and sincere compliment about how sexy she is and to let her know that she's the sexiest thing on this planet there's room for two of us come on now exactly and that's the thing i think the difference is when people put other people down when they that's cocky like that you shouldn't have to put anyone else down at all um and i don't do that i don't put anyone down it's and i I do knock a couple people down if they just come thinking they're the shit i'm like hold on wait a second yeah, you're not coming over here with that. You're not coming over here with that. I, I hate seeing people put other people down, though. Seriously, it's 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 yeah. it's disgusting. It's yeah, yeah, yeah abs- absolutely. Um, I'm still se- I'm still sexy as hell, though. Um, nonetheless, we're gonna move on to the last <laughs> topic of the day. You're enjoying um, this entirely too much. <laughs> I'm having fun. You know what? I mean, as many compliments as we got on our chemistry, uh, on our last episode, which we do have a great chemistry. Um, and you, you got me to talk about my choking habits. So now it's just like, you know what? That's out there now. So what's the point of still being refrained about that? At some point, <laughs> a whole conversation about that. I haven't got any complaints over it. So it is what it is. You know, when, when choking is done, right. It it's, it's a beautiful thing. There you go. You know, I will say this. Let me, let me share a personal story. There was one chick I was with at one point. Who I swear like being choked to the point where she almost passed out, and I felt like I was committing assault. Like, like she, she passed a boundary for me. Yeah, you gotta get a disclaimer or a waiver signed, especially for situations because shit. If she just blacks out, exactly. And she was like harder. I'm like, wait a second, wait a second. We're past my point of what I'm comfortable with. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jeez, wow. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was I, afterwards. I was kind of still like, "What did I just do? Like, what happened?" Yeah. Some there are. I mean, maybe that's a conversation we have like later on. Um, but yeah, extreme fetishers. They're uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll definitely get. I'm sure we'll breach that topic at some point. Uh, the last question of the day. This is a long one, so we'll see how we're going to break this one up. It's nothing. We didn't get any wild ones this week, but it, it, this one's pretty long. Um, if you're normally a person that doesn't open up and just hold th- holds things in, but when you try to open up more, express feelings, concerns, or frustration, you don't get the response, or the person seems not to care. So should you just go back to not saying anything again? Did you get all that? I know that was pretty long. I did. Okay. What's your answer to that? Nope, got it. Absolutely not. Um, when you bottle up things inside, it only causes detriment to you. Um, it's emotionally unhealthy. It's mentally unhealthy. Um, staying in your head for extended periods of time about any subject, whether it's love, whether it's finances, whether it's whatever the case may be, um, it's not healthy. There's a, there's a healthy assessment process and a healthy amount of time that you give thought to something before it just becomes overthinking and second guessing. Um, now, my question, I guess, back to this individual would be, what kind of answer were you expecting? You said that you didn't get the response that you wanted or the person just didn't seem to care. Um, first of all, you can't have a set expectation of what you think someone's response is going to be because you're not that person you're not inside that person's head and there's no way for you to govern what their response is going to be um i think that's one of the big things that we do as human beings in setting ourselves up for failure is that we set an expectation of what the response is that we're expecting versus giving yourself a couple of scenarios on what the responses could be everybody always wants a response that's in their favor people don't like to hear the hard shit they don't like the bitter pills you know that they may or may not have to swallow um, if you're asking a question from someone, regard, regardless of what the question is, you have to be open to hearing what the person's response is going to be, not what you already predetermined their response should be. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. No, and I agree with you fully. Um, yeah. Um, but as far as, as opening up, I, I think that it's healthy for you to have discussions with whomever about the way that you're feeling or the way that you think about something. Um, staying closed off really and truly doesn't affect anyone but you. Um, that being it affects you on a, an emotional level it affects you on a, a, a like a physical and metaphysical level it affects you on a mental level um, people can only deal with as much as you give them and after a while if somebody feels like they're beating their head against a brick wall and trying to pull information out of you they'll just stop um, as much as someone loves you nobody likes that kind of struggle and that kind of fight especially if they're genuinely and sincerely um, interested in what it is that you're going through and they have a vested interest in in helping you to fix that problem um yeah so if if this is the starting point at which you are starting to be more open about whatever it is in your life the way that you think that you feel regardless of whether you get the answer that or the response you think you should get you should continue to be open It, it helps people to learn you it helps people to learn how to handle you um it helps people to learn how to effectively deal with you um but it also gives you an opportunity to let the other person know what your expectations are sorry that was a really long answer no you're fine and i and i agree with you there i think that people get so caught up in what they think that they want to hear or what they want to hear that they lose the fact of that person's give you the answer that's true to them that should be what's most important more so than what you think or what you wanted to hear out of it if they're giving you the honest 
answer to whatever you're asking them, then that's their truth. You have to take that for what it is. And that's how you learn more about that person. And I think that somebody for for me, like I've, I've heard this quite a bit in, in, in me, too, that it seems like I don't care. And that's because I'm a I'm a very straightforward person. So, like, if you ask me, for example, like if you ask me, um, how do you feel about meatloaf for dinner? Oh, I'm cool with it. I'm not going to elaborate more because to me, it's like, what do you want me to say? Yeah, I've, I've been wanting meatloaf for the last two. Weeks. Like, yeah, I'm I'm cool. Let's eat meatloaf. It, it, it it's, it's really no more to it. I'm just I'm just I'm just straightforward. So like if you come to me, let's let's bring it back to insecure to um, an issue question. Like if you're like, hey, babe, I, I felt like when I asked you how my dress fit on me the, the other day, you just said it looks good on me. That's because truly to me, I feel like it looks good on you. It looks great on you. Like there's nothing left to be said. I'm not going to say like, yeah, the, the color compliments your eye and your like, sometimes I'll say that if that's how I feel, but just looking at it, I'm going to be like, yeah, it looks, it looks great on you. You have to know me for that. Cause you have to know for me when I say that, that's basically like anyone else saying that looks fucking amazing. Like I'm just not that, uh, that type of expressive person. You have to know the person who who you're with and what that means you have to that's love languages you have to know how that's that person speaks and what they mean because good for for somebody doesn't mean the same as it does for everyone else so right and and that's why i uh wanted to ask i don't know if the person will respond but the question again the question how do you know that the person didn't care about what you said did you actually ask them that and they said well i don't care you know and and again you know you, you can't set your expected response against what they may or may not say because you have no idea what that person is going to say Absolutely. And, and you have to place a value on what the person's answer is because my whole thing is i think that if somebody really didn't give a shit they wouldn't take the time to answer you there would be no response at all that's me I'll, I'll flat out that's me um that's why i'm the likable asshole like i whatever uh, but yeah i agree with you 100 percent uh and i'm trying to look at this question see if there's anything that i oh as far as uh not saying anything again i didn't say to that never not say anything always speak your mind and if you are with someone who who makes you feel like they would rather you not speak then that person isn't for you like taking absolutely like no one should ever make you feel like they don't want you to say anything like you may disagree with how they feel or their response and I'm, and it's fine to disagree like a lot of people just don't think it, it, that they have to keep arguing a point till both sides agree and that's not always how things work out but if they flat out say or they they don't want you to talk or air out your opinion regardless if they agree with it or not they just would rather you not talk that person is the scum of the earth. Don't don't have them in your life. I agree. I agree. Anybody who tries to silence your voice like that, they're not for you. Exactly. You're absolutely right. So another one's in the books. We 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 did it again. <laughs> God knows. Um, yeah, yeah. I can't wait to hear the response to your uh your little what I got you to admit there uh, about the freakiest thing you said. Uh that should be a lot of fun. But AJ, tell the wonderful yeah. people and the listeners of Love Lust and Badass Soul where they can find you. Uh, as always, I am on Instagram at badass underscore Jones underscore. Um, we also have a new Twitter handle, um, love, lust, and BAS. And um, you can continue to email CEO Hayes, or if you want to send um, our email address, any questions, we are at love, lust, and BAS at yahoo.com. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> That is it. And I am CEO Hayes. You can follow me at CEO H-A-I-Z-E. Another one's in the books, people. Good night. Thank you. And God bless. <laughs>